0: Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling with Fetish. Uh, Once again, it's yours truly, Sleeper Kid. I can remember my name today. Uh, And sitting next to me is uh, somebody who, uh, if you don't know who she is, um, you know, shame on you, but uh, it's uh, Taramizu.
1: Yes, shame on you if you don't know me by now. It's been (laughs) five years.
0: Five years. It's <laughs> okay, well, okay. Oh. We're going to put on the start one more time. Okay.
1: Right.
0: That's much better.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Here Mark we go again. Yes. Okay. Three, two, and. Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling with Fetish. Uh, it's me, Sleeper Kid, and I'm uh, very lucky today because I get to be sitting right next to um, somebody who a lot of you know, and some of you, who, if you don't know her, shame on you, but it's Tara Mizu. Yay! And uh, Tara is, uh, you kind of, um, this was kind of a surprise for me because it was a very kind of a last minute mm-hmm. jaunt up here and then hanging out uh, and shooting and doing sessions in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And we even got to sneak in a shoot for um, uh, for essentially Savage today, a boxing shoot, which is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize you were uh, that Twitter handle until I saw the tweet and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there. I just learned something new today. Well, it's
0: actually uh, the uh, the act or the model, Sia Savage. It was her brainchild. And oh. so I'm just shooting stuff out of here for her in Atlanta because she can't really do much out in Texas. So
1: Gotcha. Yeah, so she'll oh, like she's send me... In, yeah. She's in Texas? hmm Good to know.
0: Yeah, if you're ever passing through Dallas, I, I think it's Dallas.
1: I am going... M- me and Gia Love are planning a trip out there in January. Oh, sweet. Yes, I will get you. That information from you mm.
0: later. Yes, she's uh, she's one of the, like I think one of the best models I've worked with so far in this business. She's um, she's fantastic. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, just a really cool person. So
1: oh, that's cool.
0: But uh, but yeah, well today you guys did um, well. When I say you guys, it's yourself and my wife, Jacqueline. You guys did a couple of sessions uh, in Atlanta, and uh, I think it was one of my wife's first uh, sessions of its kind, right?
1: Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I was I had a client who wanted to do um let's see, what all did we do today? My mind is scatterbrained. We did <laughs> you a guys combination did two days at work, yeah. Yes, we did a combination of things. Um
0: You mentioned Giantess.
1: Giantess. It was basically he wanted to feel small and inferior. Uh he also had a pantyhose, uh foot fetish. So he was doing a lot of uh leg worship, uh foot worship with the pantyhose. Um, we did trampling, um, and just, uh, a, a combination of domination, of uh, things ass worship, smothering, um, <clears throat> did a little flogging, which was kind of fun. I don't do that often. Mm. So I had, you know, Jackie to kind of back me up and. Um, you know, tell me a little bit about each vlogger that she has which was kind of neat and uh, yeah just all around it was a good session uh, he, he loved it so much he extended it an extra hour for that's us
0: amazing yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, he flew down from Detroit for one day for us
0: oh that's great yeah
1: he flew in this morning flew out <clears throat> the afternoon
0: it's funny because my wife is so, she always over prepares so it was cute because she was leaving the house and she was just like, I'll just bring a flogger just in case or I'll some bring, handcuffs. I'll
1: bring several floggers and some, and some yeah, cause you leather said, cuffs. And, you, <laughs> and you were like,
0: I don't know if we're going to need those. She's like, oh, you never know.
1: Yeah, we ended up using everything she had, so it was really cool. Um, we even ended up using the leather cuffs on the St. Andrews Cross. That we uh, we
0: went to the Atlanta Dungeon. It was really cool. That's great. Yeah, and uh, it's really interesting. I never even knew about the Atlanta Dungeon until you mentioned it. So mm-hmm. I had no idea it was a thing.
1: Yep, that's where I've been uh, doing all my sessions out of since. Uh, you know, you guys are so awesome to host. You know, I I gotta have a place to do my session, so I do it out of there, and then I come crash with you guys.
0: So what was what's the actual? Um, structure of the dungeon is, it? I think you mentioned it was like a house that's been kind of reformatted or...
1: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So it's just different rooms with different themes? Yep. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Living room's kind of like an all-around like giant dungeon room and then uh, they got, it's like three other rooms, like, looks like two bedrooms and then like kind of like a random middle room, which I guess they would justify as a bedroom. It kind of just looked like a passing room, but it was just another room. But, um... One was a, just it had like a bed in it with a couple cages. Another one had um, a uh, a couple of exam tables uh, with, it was kind of like a sissification room. So it had all kinds of like clothes um, to dress up men um, and cross dress, things like that. And the other one was just an examination room, kind of more like a uh,
0: medical. So they actually supply their own wardrobe for some of the uh, the clients? It looked like it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And now the dog is Jingling and Johnny. Hey, Luke. Mr. Lucas. <laughs> That's been your love for the week.
1: Yes, and... he is. He is the sweetest boy. He's, he's a very good charmer. I miss my dog, so he is... I'm living <laughs> through Lucas.
0: He knows. He hears you. He um Well, we... Um, it, I think you also shot some stuff with Miss Velvets. So I think you guys did, like... Uh, was it a POV, sleepy kind of thing? Yes. Like a heroine, I think you were like Lady Venom and then you I played.
1: was I did two different um, scenes and I was a, a Lady Venom and... The Flash. Oh, I was The Flash, yes. Yes, <laughs> I did... It's been two very long days. I, it has been a very long tour, but yes, these last two days are like...
0: We were, yeah I'm a, I'm a little fried too and we're actually packing to go out of town so it's it's been a little hectic but, fantastic uh, i think the reason that we're able to be in this business is that we can handle that kind of uh pressure
1: yes but,
0: so much pressure but you guys i mean people um models like yourself who do like the, just the week long two weeks you know three week tours east coast west coast mm-hmm. i'm always impressed because it's just so much
1: it
0: is Is it just i mean um take us uh before we go into your Uh, Your history I kind of want to get an idea of what that's like or give the fans an idea because I'm assuming I assume it's you get into town You check into a hotel God knows what time in the morning and then you you know do tons of sessions And I'm assuming sometimes you just leave that night or do you stay overnight all the time just to get some rest?
1: Well, I mean hotels you can't really check in until about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, that's right, that's right Yeah, it's like usually like a check-in at 3 check out at 11 or noon the next day so, we plan, um, or at least I do, and sometimes I'll do a uh, pair-up with another model, um, but let's see, this, let's just say this trip, for example, um, I drove, because I hate flying with a fiery passion, mm-hmm. so I drove um, from St. Pete, and the trip was basically to North Carolina, that was like the end goal. Um, so I made a pit stop in Jacksonville, did a session and a shoot there to kind of make it worth, you know, getting a hotel for the evening. And then I drove seven hours from Jacksonville to Raleigh and then met up with my, uh, partner there. And, uh, we basically checked in and just immediately started doing sessions. Like I was planning on making that day a day to just rest cause I knew I had a seven hour drive. But then like one of my regular clients hit me up and was just like, Hey, you going to Raleigh? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, hey, could I get you in on uh, on that day when you check in? I'm like, yes, yes, you can. So <laughs> yeah, we pretty much just go both walls like right at the beginning. <laughs> like the second we check in, we just go right at it.
0: Was this a solo trip for you for the most part? or
1: No, this trip was mostly with my other travel partner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the I mean like I said the majority of this trip was North Carolina so mm-hmm. it was with my other half um, but getting there I was solo and then coming back here now I'm solo because you know I'm heading home she lives in a different
0: state oh yeah so you had to drop her off mm-hmm. what, did, uh, what were the nature uh, what was the nature of some of the, uh, the sessions because like that's one of the things we really haven't talked about uh, is you know just private sessions in general because a yeah. lot of the girls don't really do them as much they just go from town to town for shoots yes as opposed to doing the, uh, the session yeah. work
1: Well, it's good to do shoots um, because you need to maintain relevancy in the industry. Yes. Um, Even though it only pays a certain amount of money. It's definitely still worth it, though, for the exposure. And then that's where you acquire your clients. And then you can charge your rate. But, yes, um, for sessions, I primarily do no nudity, no sexual contact. I keep everything clean. Um, And... You know, it's just a matter of uh, what I'm comfortable with doing. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, you mentioned worships, body worship. Yeah,
1: body worship is fine, um, as long as there's obviously no private areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I, the ones I mostly do is foot fetish, tickling, wrestling, and... On the occasion, wedgies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I have a couple wedgie clients now, which is very interesting to say. I mean, I don't judge them. That's what they want. And I get to play a role, mostly a bully. <laughs> and then I just... Just an
0: hour of wedgies.
1: Just, I mean, well, yeah, an hour, half hour, you know, whatever is based on their budget. You know, I'll be nice, and I can, I can, I can manage half-hour sessions too.
0: Have you ever talked to them about the source of their uh, of their kinks? Like, is it, has it ever come up in conversations? I've spoken to a couple of other session girls who tell me that some of these guys just like to talk in between, like, you know, yeah, scenes. A
1: lot of the clients, say, I mean, they develop their kinks at an early age, like you know, as most uh, developing adolescents would, mm-hmm. um, and. I mean, because I always ask, you know, how long ago did you discover your kink? And then they usually always say, you know, a long, long time ago, Mm. like forever ago. It usually means that they're like teenage years. Um, And, yeah. Yeah. Uh it's, it's so interesting to just talk to them. And the, the thing I love most about um, when I get to know my clients is I get to know what they do for a living, which is really neat.
0: Oh, well, we did talk a little bit about this
1: at the, the, um, yeah, dinner. Getting to know them and seeing what type of jobs they do. Because, I mean, I find it interesting of what other people do for a living, too. It's not always, it doesn't always have to be about me. I'm not a narcissist. I don't care about me. I care more about my clients. Right, right. What do you do? Oh, I do this. Oh, man, that's so freaking cool. You know, like, let's bounce back onto my clients and have them talk a little bit and, you know, tell me more about them so I can establish uh, a relationship
0: with them. Do do you want to tell the story you told me at dinner or do you want to keep that one to yourself?
1: Okay, so, wait, I have so many.
0: (laughs) It was the, uh, I, I think he had you, uh, Oh, yeah, you tied up for a tickling thing?
1: Okay, so I'm not going to specify which state this was in. All right. But I had a client who met me, and he was already 10 minutes late for various reasons, and it was only a 30-minute session. So he was already 10 minutes in the hole, and I couldn't extend the time because I had to shoot immediately after, so I felt bad. So I was just like, you know, for 20 minutes of tickling, I was just like, you know, trying to bring up some, you know, casual conversation while he's, like, got me pinned down. So what do you do for a living? And he's like basically on top of me while I am, you know, tied to the bed. And he's like, "I'm a cop." <laughs> I'm like, "Great!" <laughs> it's great. You're
0: expecting like someone to just kick the door open and
1: I'm like that's so great. <laughs> that's just that's awesome. Do I have to put my hands behind my back now? Do I have to remain silent for the rest of the day? What do I? have? Oh shit. No, he's um, like, if
0: that's your kink. I sure.
1: mean, yeah, that's a kink, but um, no, I mean, I I had to verify it at the very end of the session, but he was just like, yeah, what you're doing isn't illegal. No,
0: no, not at all. I was
1: like so relieved. I'm like, oh, but still freaks me out from time to time, every so often. I, I like the
0: like, I like the idea that you you would think that he would wait until the session was over to arrest you. Oh <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: That was fantastic. Uh, put your hands behind your back.
1: Yes. Now we're going to jail. Nice. And I, I was like totally accepting of it at that point. I was like. Oh, this is happening. It's fine. You know that, like, that gif of that dog that's in the house of fire drinking the coffee? He's like, this is fine. fine. This is fine. This is fine. This is fine. That is, like, my catchphrase for everything. I'm like, it's fine. Everything is fine.
0: Got to roll with the punches, baby. Yep. Uh, Any other uh, profession? Because one thing I found fascinating when I was working as a chaperone for one of my friends who was doing Mm -hmm. sessioning, was talking to people, and just, I would ask the same thing. What do you do for a living? And uh, Mm -hmm. some of them would not tell me, and then others would be like, oh, I... Uh one guy was a drill sergeant, you know. That's and so cool. there's a lot of uh people in positions of power that like to be uh yes. controlled. I've I've been
1: slowly discovering that. And
0: as... uh, have you worked with any military people or Yes.
1: Um one of my tickle clients is in the Navy. Mm. And uh I'm going to lose him soon because he's going to be deployed. Oh man. But I am sneaking in a session with him next month.
0: <laughs> well we we hope that you go somewhere where there's
1: it, he's He'll be in a safe sp- yeah. space, yes. Well, well, there's
0: many more ticklings to be had, but... Uh, ah, yes. You get to come back home to Tara. Yes. Um, but uh, any other... like I always ask for the, the best stories when it comes to sessions, because there's just so many different variables. So okay, so I have a
1: wedgie happen. client. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, actually, it was his very first session ever. Um, it was just on a recent tour that uh, one of my travel buddies and I went on, and... He he's a a younger gentleman, um, but over the age of eighteen. Let's just bear let's just confirm that. <laughs> All my clients are adults. <laughs> let's just make that one thing clear. Okay. Well,
0: I used to always picture them as, as older gentlemen, but I've heard from like Christy Etzold and a few other session wrestlers there's just a lot of young guys that get into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this one was like super over the top, you know, talking it up, getting it all hyped up about getting wedgied. (laughs) He was breaking it down like he wanted from, you know, first minute to the fifth minute, you know, that and that and that. And it was only a half hour session. I'm like, bro. I'm like I I'm going to let you know right now we're not going to get through this entire list if I have to keep stopping every few seconds to be like all right okay I did that wedgie now I got to do this one now I got to do this and this way I got to put my foot on your face while I pull a wedgie up I'm like N- no 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 I'm like you're going to ruin the scene that way I'm like yeah. if you don't let me just freestyle it and just you know go with the flow type stuff it's just going to be very mechanical and I don't want it like that I'm like that's not how I roll so I gave him my instructions. I'm like, just bring a six-pack of tidy whities and when you get here, just put on a few of them, you know, to start. I'm like, because I don't like... I'm impatient. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would have worked better to my benefit if I just waited on him to continue to change underwear every time I ripped them off of him, which would have wasted time, which would have worked in my favor because, you know, when time's up, time's up. I make my money. But... I'm an impatient person, so I'm like, I don't want to wait on you to change. So put three pairs of underwear on so we can just do this back to back to back. And uh, I immediately just like threw him down, gave him his wedgies and everything. I even made a wedgie leotard on him. (laughs) Because I made him, I had him remove his shirt so I can put the wedgie leotard on him. Um, I even gave him an atomic wedgie. I rode him around like a. Like a pony.
0: Can you explain the wedgie leotard? Is that...
1: Okay, so basically it's just where it goes over your shoulders. Oh, okay. And then I put his shirt back on while he was wearing the wedgie (laughs) leotard. and I buttoned him up. I'm like, all right, you look good. (laughs) Now get out of my apartment.
0: (laughs) I got bullied in high school a little bit, but I never got wedgied, so I'm not quite sure what the different kinds are.
1: I was homeschooled in my high school years, so I fortunately did not go through... The trials and tribulations of the... I thought um, I was going to hear, like,
0: like my dad was, like, picking on me one day. No!
1: (laughs) I got lucky. No, actually, I I was in public school up until the end of eighth grade, and then my mom gave me the option. uh, If I wanted to continue on going to high school or if I wanted to stay home. And I was like, well... I could get up early in the morning every day, deal with homework and people who wanna bully me, make me feel inferior to them and that. Or I could stay home, sleep in, play video games, get my education on the side, which I ended up dual enrolling into college at sixteen.
0: There you
1: go. So, I mean, it was a win. Uh, and, and, and it didn't like ruin me as a person. I mean, I really think a lot of people, a lot of people in their high school years, you know, deal with a lot of like trauma and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So I was very fortunate.
0: Well, I had a friend who uh, kind of made the point where he was like, I wouldn't be, because he runs his own company too, mm-hmm. and he was saying that he was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't get bullied. Yeah. And I was just, and he said like, he made that joke, he's like, if I ever homeschool my kids, I'm going to bully them like, just to, <laughs> just to, just to give them that, that experience of like, I have to overcome this, uh, you know, this dark past. But but I've known people who uh, never got bullied and they still did great in life and not, yeah. you're, you're obviously one of those people, mm-hmm. so there's, there's no concrete mm-hmm. uh, philosophy there, but... Um, so the guy who did the wedgie stuff, he was talking big game. Yeah. So one thing I was thinking of, do you feel like a lot of it, um, a lot of the experience for the guys who do sessions is, has a lot to do with almost like the lip service they get when they're emailing you back and forth before the session or?
1: I try not to get them too excited, um before i mean like once they place their deposit yes i'm going to give them a little bit extra attention versus a client that hasn't because i don't want them to waste my time yeah. when i need to be applying it to people that have actually paid for my time um but i don't i don't you know i try not to get them too overwhelmed you know excited and things like that like, a lot of them get really nervous when they meet me when it gets to that point that huge build up and i'm just like such a casual like relaxed person that i'm like please please don't get upset i had a client one time he um actually it was his very first session and it was uh, fetcon this year he flew down um from up north for just to come see me and when he met me he his face you could just tell on his face he just completely shut down and he oh, was overly no. nervous And I was, you know, he had a pantyhose foot fetish, so I just put my feet in his lap, and then he broke down and cried. (gasps) Yeah. Good Lord. I know, I felt really bad. How did
0: that go uh, Um, after that? I mean, like... Was it joyful
1: tears? No, he was just, like, having a panic attack, basically. I was like, "Uh, well, I'm an empath, so I'm just like, please don't do that, because it's like I'm feeding off of your, your freaking out moment right here. I'm like, I cannot. I'm like, you need to chill out, um... So, I was just trying to be as gentle as I could. I I mean, I didn't force anything on him. I was just like, you know, do whatever you want to do here that makes you comfortable. I'm like, if you want to just hold my feet for this entire session, that's fine. If you want to worship them, that's fine. If you, I don't, you know, if you just want to talk, that's fine too. I'm like, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable and make you feel like mm-hmm. you have to do certain things. I'm not going to
0: it was just too much for him. You know? It was
1: it was very overwhelming for
0: him. Did he back out or did no,
1: he? Okay. no? No, no. I mean he just sat. Uh, he just basically rubbed my feet, and I just talked with him throughout the entire session to kind of oh, calm his
0: nerves. Kind of want to give this guy a hug. I know he was such a sweetheart. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, for a lot of these guys, and it's one of the things we talked you know, you know, Jason Ninja. Mm. He he told us a story about a, a guy who, you know, never tried this fetish until it was too late. Like he, when he was like in his seventies or eighties, like he yeah. just he found out that message boards existed you mm. know, online and he realized he never got a chance to um to ever do it. And yeah. he was too old in his estimation yeah. to do it. So for a lot of these guys for it to do, to even get in a room with a model it's gotta be very overwhelming.
1: Yeah, no, that's Definitely, yeah. I mean, I would definitely suggest at least trying a session at least once, Mm -hmm. Um, just for the experience. I mean, if it's something that you enjoy and that you can, you know, put money aside for a hobby, that kind of thing, go for it. Life's short. But just don't not do it. Because, you know, when you realize that you're old and, like, it's too late for you, like, you're gonna regret.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have it's regret. So much regret. Uh my wife did uh, a sleepy session recently. She was telling me about it. Um and I the never guy have done that before. So yeah, I was gonna ask you that before we get to that. So uh are the majority of your sessions, you're the person who's in the position of power.
1: Primarily. I like, mean no like... one
0: asks to like put you out or do a fake
1: No, no no no. I mean I'm never really incapacitated mm-hmm. or no, not really. Like more role
0: play, like you know, you're a superhero when it gets defeated or something like that.
1: No, not really. Um, I mean, I switch, so it's like a, a give and take. It depends on the type of session. I mean, if it's like a wrestling session, um, I'll do up to semi competitive mm-hmm. based on um, you know if their stats are really close to mine. So then I I know that I can you know do a little give and take with them. But nobody that's too overpowering, then it's just a fantasy session. But if it's a tickle session, I switch. Yeah. Um, especially if they like to be tickled too. So, you know, the, it gives me a break and it also lets me bring out my sadistic side a little bit for funsies. Okay. Um, and uh, in terms of like, you know, because like I said, the only things I really do mostly is foot fetish wrestling and tickling at, with the occasional wedgie. Um. But, yeah, and then the foot fetish ones, Um. I mean, I'm, I, I top. I don't. I don't worship dudes' feet. Oh no, no, um, yeah. I mean, no. I've had people ask, but I'm. Um, but
0: I've never heard of a session. girl. Yeah. Like I've had, never had a friend who's who's told me a story about them worshiping the actual client. Yeah. It's usually the other way around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I've never done a sleepy session.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, those are. Uh, there's one guy that um, I've heard of that he just basically has you faint in his arms and he carries you around, puts you back down. And when you wake up, he pretends to chloroform you. Then he carries you around a bit more, and then that's it. Mm. It's very simple. Like he might strip you down to pantyhose and bra, but that's there's nothing, there's no gropy, touchy-feely stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, the last guy who did that with uh, with Jacqueline, he was just like he 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 couldn't uh, contain himself. He was just like, oh my god, I can't believe you're here. Mm-hmm. So there is that. That notion of, like, I'm here with what they see as a major celebrity,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and so it's uh, it's it's really nice. She, he was even like, "Oh, can I meet your husband one day?" <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's nice." Um, yeah. But uh, all right, so we've covered sessions, and uh, it looks like you've had a pretty good run this particular trip. Mm. Um, any particular areas uh, in the country that that kind of feed more sessions for you, or is it just wherever you go? Northeast. Northeast. Mm-hmm. So, like up in hands down mm. northeast. Best one,
1: tri-state. Um, I've been getting a lot of people asking for me to come to Boston, and I haven't been there yet for sessions, so that's going to be on the map for next year for sure. i we need
0: to go to Boston too to to hang with my friend Leah. So yeah, that that would be a thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, Leah's there. Yeah.
0: Oh, you work with Leah, right? Yeah, yeah. When awesome.
1: um oh I think you were out of town in May. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Leah was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, let's go to uh, the source, then. So we're going to talk about, um, well, I guess your origins. Uh, You've been in the business for how long now, if you don't mind? me? Five years. Five years. And uh, what got you into it?
1: My best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, My best friend, uh, I've grown up with her. She's, like, we're friends for over 20 years. Um, She knows me, like, back of my hand, basically. Uh, We practically have the same mannerisms. And... um,
0: I, think at one I know point, your best friend. Yes, I think, I think, you know my best you're friend very, you're very correct.: in Yes.
1: Anyway, so at one point I, was, uh, I moved out of Florida to live in Tennessee for a little while. I did you know I tried to go to school, all this whatever, yada, yada yada. I went to work as a restaurant server for the majority of my life, um, you know, making whatever I could to survive. And I finally moved back home. And I moved him. Um, it was with Arias, that's my best friend. Um, and she's like, "Okay, so are you ready now to make some real money?" And I'm like, um, "Sure." I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't? And she's like, "Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna make you a fetch mall. We're gonna you know get you a stage name, and we're gonna I'm gonna meet introduce you to all the producers in the area. Yada yada yada." So everything stemmed from her. If she didn't push me, which she she is my, she's the person who pushes me to do things. She's the one who makes me do things. Um, so she, very, she has
0: that energy. Yeah. yeah, she does.
1: She very much does. Um, very encouraging energy. Uh, if it wasn't for her, I would still be a restaurant server right now trying to work into a management job for security.
0: Which, there's nothing wrong with that, but...
1: There's nothing wrong with that.
0: The alternative is to do this awesome job. And...
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, very much so. I mean, it only took me, like... Two years after that, to finally like retire from working for somebody else. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, like the first year was all shooting nonstop for other producers, and the second year was me building my clip sites and shooting for other producers with the occasional session,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. like barely session. I did barely sessioned, and then it progressed to another year. Then I started traveling. The third year. Um, with my clip store I'm shooting for other producers and then the fourth year last year I started incorporating like a, an extra session here and there and stuff like that but still not a lot this year was the year I started going balls to the walls with sessions and that I'd have to thank Megan Jones for mm-hmm. but I digress Um, but so basically between those two they have really helped me a lot in this industry Um, yeah what was
0: the uh, what was the first uh, gig you ever had?
1: First session, um, or even the
0: first clip you ever shot? Oh, first a, clip as a fetish model. Christ. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm you to go so
1: back. this is actually before I even started as a fetish model. I was making a trip down to Florida uh, from Tennessee. I was visiting Arias and hanging out with her, and she decided that she wanted to because she's already in the industry. She wanted to film a clip of me with another one of her non-industry friends and she's like all right so i'm gonna have you humiliate this guy and i'm like what are you talking about like i'm not even established at all yet this is like even a, a maybe like a couple of years before i actually started in the industry so maybe like seven years ago or something yeah. like that and she's like okay so basically you're just gonna make fun of this guy for being a loser i'm like what i feel bad because i am like i don't do that i'm not that type of person i'm not an asshole I'm a nice person. So she's like, okay, so just literally just think like he's just like a total loser dweeb and, you know, she's just going on and on and on. So I did it and, I, I mean, I was kind of laughing and giggling throughout the video because I'm like, this is dumb. Why am I doing this? I'm making fun <laughs> of this kid whatever, you know, um, and... In, in reality, he was kind of a dweeb. I kind of didn't like him anyway. So I was kind of, I already had some fuel to the fire to kind of start it, to make it go and everything. And I was just ripping him apart, which was kind of hilarious. But, ah, huh, yeah, that was, that was one of the very first clips I've ever done. Arias has that and she's never released it. Really? Yeah, it's probably somewhere in maybe a, one of her hard drives. I hope she still has yeah. it. I don't think she would have deleted it, but it's entirely possible because she is horrific with technology.
0: You could totally, like, yeah, you could do, like, the prince's, uh, like, prince, prince in his vault. You'd be like, this is the first clip. Ever, ever.
1: Now, in terms of uh, me in, like, when I finally established myself in the industry, I think it was with Ninja. Mm
0: hmm. And that was down in Florida as well. Yeah. Was really? that was, like Tampa or St. Pete? St. Pete. Okay. Because I know Tampa Pete? for a long time was like a big hub. But yeah. I know St. Pete's getting big too. Yeah.
1: I think it was with Ninja. I think that was my very first one. And I was, I was paired a lot with Arias mm-hmm. to begin with just because, you know, it was like new. And they always try to pair, you know, a seasoned model with a brand new chick. So then, you know, they and have someone to like, carry
0: the scene. And she's also your friend. So you feel comfortable. Yes.
1: Yeah. That yeah. was really helpful. So it was between uh, the first ones that I started with was Ninja, Roxy Ray. Um, Gigi and Jim Hunter, um, FDKL, and, uh, yeah, that was the extent of it, like, the first bit of the florida
0: i curve. feel like an insider because i know all those people and they're all really cool people mm. actually i just met Gigi for the first time at uh, BoundCon, but gg's uh, awesome she walked up to us she's like what the fuck are you guys doing uh, <laughs> she wasn't expecting us to be there so uh-huh. she was just like what the f-? and i'm like hey I, I know your face yeah she's so sweet oh my god I love she's Gigi. so amazing uh Gigi. if you're listening Gigi, you're you're great and i, Gigi. Can't, I definitely got to get her here to, to do some uh, some awesome like yeah some wrestling stuff with her she'd be yeah. great um, so did you find yourself going into a groove with a specific genre like I know for example I had one girl who she's like I don't know for some reason people wanted me to do tons of foot stuff and then the girl was like I just got asked to do wrestling all the time or yeah
1: another girl um, with
0: big eyes was like it was all sleepy
1: <clears throat> the ones that I got into the most to begin with was uh foot fetish mm-hmm. tickling and bondage Oh, and Brenda and Les, they, uh, Brenda's Bound, they were another huge, uh, you know, company that I worked for, basically. It was just like, oh, they, would figured you would they, they were some, hiring
0: me. Some Femdom, too. Back to you... back, back back. No. No, because really? I'm too nice.
1: I was terrible at femdom. I still am. I,
0: well, I don't know. You're right. Because the energy I get from you, I, I, I can picture you as being like well, when we do the wrestling stuff. Yeah. As being like the victim, but also being a domineering badass.
1: Yeah, I can be to an extent. I mean, I can I can switch and I can put that face on if I need to, but I'd prefer to be silly, campy, goofy. Oh, me too. That's my go-to. But you're like
0: right down the middle. Yeah. I mean... Hence the switch yeah. classification, but I could totally see you dressed in black, beating somebody else up, or just yeah. being the damsel in distress.
1: Yeah, I could, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if anything, I mean, if I had to be dominating at all, I'd be more of a brat Okay. doing that. I mean, that's a little bit easier for me to work with, but I could, uh, hone in some energy and apply it onto somebody <laughs> if I needed to, or mm. what have you, or, S-
0: so we do where you were uh, mostly doing bondage and what were the other things again?
1: Bondage, foot fetish and tickling.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And when did that turn into something that you wanted to produce yourself?
1: Um it was basically just the following year mm-hmm. uh just after like this is where um FTKL comes into play mm-hmm. because I started dating him uh pretty much like A couple months, a few months after I got established.
0: um, And you did a podcast with us. That was fantastic. Yeah. He,
1: he, after dating him for so many months or whatever at that point, um, he's like, you need to build a clip store. So he's another big part in my life. uh, Besides, you know, being my boyfriend now five years um, this week my anniversary. Sure. Um Aww. yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Um he also helped me uh a lot with, you know, building up my stores and stuff. Um he helped me learn how to work a camera. He learned he taught me how to edit on uh using Vegas Pro. Um you know, he taught me how to uh be a like that I don't need to rely on anybody to do these things for me. So I don't need a camera person to do these things. I could tripod a camera in a certain angle so then I can still be in front of the camera and do all this stuff. He taught me how to do that. It's just like he made me self-sufficient. Yeah. So he is, he is a huge part in, you know, me becoming a producer. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that have influenced me a lot in this industry, you know, for the better. And well, I feel
0: like that's, that's a necessity. Like, mm-hmm. you have to have people in the business that kind of guide you. I mean, my wife would never have done sleepy production if the people that she was working for at the time hadn't pushed her to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, she was working with uh, Levi up in um, uh, Evangeline, Von Winter, and those guys mm-hmm. up in New York. And mm-hmm. they were just like, look, you're really good. You need to just release your own stuff. Yep. And, uh, and you know, she's, you know, she's gone on to be like this big name in the sleepy fetish because she got pushed. So I think it's good to have that kind of, you know, that kind of community around you. Mm-hmm. And in your case, it was the man that you're dating. So it's like... Yeah. That's a bonus. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, he can't, he, you know, he's got his own production that he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, so he can't be at my back and call all the time. So, you know, that's why he made me self-sufficient because he's like, you know, I can't help you all the time. He's like, I can show you how to do these things but then you need to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that helped a lot, you know, so then I can just figure out it on my own.
0: Do you do you find yourself in his productions a lot or is he does he use you often or is it just kind of like every once in a while?
1: Uh, now it's just once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've oversaturated on his site, so I mean, he used me a lot at the very beginning and you know, the fan base can only take so much of a person. So, I mean, <laughs> I, someone I, awesome make, I make special appearances. Everyone's in a blue moon when he needs me. And I'm not butthurt about it. It's like chocolate cake, man. You can't have it every day. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like it's like tiramisu. You can't have it every day. <laughs> you know? God damn it. It's so, a taste of tiramisu. You got to just, you know, have a little bit. All right. Bit, so, ju- the name. Shut so up. The
0: name. <laughs> Shut up. Because I heard your... So when I first met you, I, I think we were... Was the first time we met at that fucking house party?
1: It was at the house party. I actually met you before that. Yeah, but it was but brief, right? It was very brief. Mm. It, we were like a. It was like I think um, a year or two prior at FatCon. Mm. We were on a couch, and you, you. I don't know if Jackie was there, but you definitely showed up, and I recognized your face. I just like you just have a very distinct face, so I've never forgot about your face. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My wife married that face. Yes,
1: yeah, I did. yes, she did
0: <laughs> very much. But uh, I've never
1: forgot your face. I always see your face, like in passing and stuff. I'm like that face. <laughs> that face <laughs> cannot forget that face. And then I like, you know, I finally paired like it with like,
0: it. hey, who's the face? Who over is there? the
1: face? Is a very distinct face. So <gasps> <I>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be my new name, distinct face <laughs> kid.
1: Distinct,
0: yeah. face distinct face kid. kid. <laughs> So okay, so so we we hung out um, uh, yeah, I, at, the, at the house party, and then someone's just like, "Oh, it's Tara and I'm like. That fucking name is perfect. And uh, and I was like, how do you spell it? And they told me, I'm like, of course that's how you spell it.
1: Yes, of course. Uh, it's
0: T-E-R-R-A, mm-hmm. those who don't know, shame on you, uh, space M-I-Z-U.
1: Actually, there's no space. Everybody thinks there's a oh, space. Oh, there's no space? I've never put a space. Fuck. If anybody ever notices, I, ne- I never space it. Everybody else space it? I mean, I don't care because, I mean, <laughs> it could technically be a first and a last name. That could play, you
0: know, play yeah. on to it. it. Could, or you could be like share.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, I did it for the sake of, you know, like, the actual dessert, Tiramisu. Yeah. And, I mean... It's such... Yeah. yeah. But there's so many more meanings behind that than just the dessert name. I mean, well, okay, yes. Yeah. So, Arise was the one who helped me come up with the name. First of all... I can see that. I... <laughs> the restaurant that I worked at for, like, on and off for 10 years was Carabos. Mm. And,
0: uh... That's the Italian place, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. They've really had really good food i ha i s i stress had it's no longer good okay it's i i'm I'm
0: devastated by the fact that they well there goes our Carrabba's uh, sponsorship
1: shut <laughs> up <laughs> I'm sorry, you know they shouldn't have cut corners anyway, so I digress <laughs> I'm never going back to the job um so I also worked in the kitchen there when i was uh when I was working for them, and I learned how to make. Uh, everything from scratch, mm. which was that's why I, I loved every bit about it uh, because you learned how to make everything from scratch. Um, and, ter- still,
0: are you still do you, do you still cook at home?
1: Oh, God. Uh, I mean, uh, I
0: make breakfast and okay. then
1: everything else. No, I don't have well, time. I woke to... up to
0: you making like maple bacon. And, okay, like, first of oh, that's
1: a whole nother story. Okay, so <laughs> back to this one. I'm got to finish one and start the other. Okay, sorry, sorry. Many projects. So, Charmy's sorry. Okay, so I was in the kitchen at Carabas learning how to make food, and tiramisu was one of them. And that was just like, it was a really good dessert, actually. And so oh, it's I, a great dessert. It's a great dessert, and so is the Sonia de chocolate. I don't know if they make that from scratch anymore, but if they do, it's fucking phenomenal. Whatever, Carrabba sucks. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Anyways, so while I was still working at Carabas, Arias was like, all right, you need to come up with a stage name. It's got to be something that can be spelled easily and that's something people will remember it's got to be unique can't be you know any name that like everybody's got the same name or the same yeah, last
0: like name candy cane or crystal chandelier or yeah
1: anyways so <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> so i was like okay well um i originally wanted my character my persona to be um a something that was kind of like it had an effect on like I, I'm into Japanese culture
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the lolita kind of look style is where I wanted to go with that. Gotcha. And they also have like a fruits lolita type thing. So I was like, okay, maybe it could be cutesy, fruity and everything like that because I know they have like goth lolita and I'm not a goth. So I was like, maybe it would be something more colorful. So I'm like, okay, but it still needs to be cute.
0: Um, It's almost like designing a character for a video game.
1: This is basically what I was basically designing a video game character. Okay, so I was like, I want something to be fruity. And so I was like, okay, so maybe it needs to be like a fruity name or dessert name or something like that. And then Arias was like...
0: (laughs) Strawberry shortcake? (laughs)
1: Strawberry (laughs) shortcake. So Arias was like, well, you work at a restaurant. What desserts do you have? Oh, and I was naming him off, and I was like, okay. I'm like, well, we have, uh, we got ice cream. We got Bluebell ice cream. I'm like, no, I don't want to be called Bluebell. Um,
0: oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline Velvet's wrestling our new wrestler, Entenmans. Entenmans. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious.
1: And then. Just uh, a big girl
0: named Poundcake. That would be great. <laughs>
1: She'd get, she get a BBW called Poundcake. Cake. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> I love that. And then, um, you know, Sonia de Chocolate is a uh, uh, chocolate lover's dream. So I was like, well, I'm not. Um, I mean, that could go in different ways be viewed. Uh, but I'm like, no, chocolate lover's dream. I'm like, that sounds weird. Yeah. Um, so we're just started like making fun of words and everything like that, and just some of like. Then we came across Tiramisu
0: which is not the one that I would jump on immediately but no cuz I, I was like you.
1: Tiramisu, I'm like okay so let's think about this all right Tiramisu, Terra all right Terra okay Terra's a first name Sure And I'm like and then I started breaking it down even further because I was like trying to have more meaning behind it than just a dessert name So Terra is Latin for earth and Mizu is Japanese for
0: water what yes lies No. i'm leaving
1: i know flip the table <laughs>
0: what the hell it's actually a japanese video game called flip the table oh no that's so cool yeah I, I played it at dragon con you just actually flip tables yeah that's the whole p- purpose of it
1: that's it i'm buying that goddamn you gotta game to okay it's amazing. hell
0: no okay so, uh, okay so earth and um earth and water earth and water mm-hmm. holy shit yeah
1: which kind of uh, explain? It kind of also breaks down like my personality. Like I'm very grounded, very fluid, and just like relaxed and chill. That is I know, okay. right? I'm just That's I always too
0: cool. I, I know
1: I try to like make things make sense. I
0: knew about the Earth. I knew Terra I mean Earth. Yeah, I mean, Earth. I didn't know about mm-hmm. Mitsu. Uh, mm-hmm. That is so cool. Do you hear that, honey?
1: Yeah, and I mean I only really that only like clicked in my head real quick because I was studying Japanese. Um, when I was going to uh, UT Knoxville.
0: Well, in the south, your name would be like
1: Dirt Wet. Yes. <laughs>
0: dirt. <laughs> I'm having a session with Dirt Wet. Yeah. Wet or, Dirt. Or, or pound cake. Pound cake and wet dirt. Tonight at the Coliseum. You can buy for you can pay you can pay for the seat, but you're only gonna need the edge. <laughs> On that note, let's take a quick break. I'm going to just, I got a bath, bathroom break, so let's take a break. <laughs> okay. All right, quick uh, bio break there, guys. It's been, uh, actually, I've been drinking water today. You you did not drink your water today. I know, I did a bad job. Very bad. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest container of water I know. I've ever seen in my life.
1: Look, it's, it's got times on oh, it. Oh, nice. It tells you all the stuffs.
0: And then at the bottom it says, like, you probably did because you just drank too much.
1: Yeah. Pretty much.
0: But, uh, okay, so we, uh, we were on the track of, uh, of where... Pound you, cake! Yeah. <laughs> where you got your name. Boom! <laughs> um, Explosions. Um, tir- tiramisu, so good. <laughs> um, so you started to uh, get into a lot of, you know, the wide variety of fetishes, I'm assuming that it's not just one particular thing you shoot. Yeah. Uh, is there something you get requests for to film uh, more than anything else?
1: Things that I cannot physically be in front of the camera for.
0: <laughs> well, how about the things that you get requests for that you can do? I'm okay. I'm a lot of problems. Okay. All right.
1: Okay. Um, embarrassed naked female, which I haven't been doing a lot of lately because I make it so intricate, so detailed that I don't want to edit it afterwards. <laughs> Is it
0: like the forced to strip thing or?
1: No, it's... um. It could be I mm. mean that's that is definitely one variable that's one way of doing embarrassed naked females for stripping um the way I do it is more with special effects oh,
0: okay
1: that requires ma uh clothes to magically disappear <laughs> or freezing me getting me frozen, and then the other person strips the clothing off of me and then unfreezes me and then I realize that I'm naked and I freak out.
0: Um, that's something you just get more requests for than than other uh, kinks. Or it has
1: been. Um, I, I mean, in terms of my customs, uh, I'm trying to remember. like my laptop's right there, which will tell me. <laughs> literally, you know what? I'm just gonna look. You gotta use your brain. I'm going to look because I can't brain right now. All
0: right, she's looking on her computer. Uh, I guess I'll do an advertisement. Uh, we don't we don't have sponsors. Uh, Sleeper Kids World. Uh, wait, no, that's too obvious. <laughs> Uh, This podcast has been brought to you by VelvetsFantasies.com, your leader in sleepy fetish. Across the country and across the world, Jacqueline Velvets is the star of your favorite sleepy fetish videos, including superheroine, male versus female, and female versus female. Go to VelvetsFantasies.com and get your sleep on.
1: Okay. Literally. Was that good? Okay. So I will tell you the most recent customs I've shot. Okay. Alright, so actually this one I just got paid for, but I have not been home yet to do it. Uh, female domination, beatdowns and trampling, head scissors knockout, bratty foot domination, giantess foot fetish, mixed fantasy fighting, a vore, foot fetish, JOI, male domination clip, um, foot tickling, male feet. Um, and, yeah, you'll, see, you'll hear things that uh, don't involve me in it
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that a lot of people want hypnosis uh, with POV sex, eye crossing, and virtual blowjob. So Lif- you
0: getting hypnotized or you doing the hypnotized?
1: Me hip- getting hypnotized. Okay. Lifting carry, um, foot comparison, foot tickling, wrestling and handcuffs, pantyhose, hypnosis, body worship, kissing, foot worship, foot tickling, foot gagging, giant test. It's like...
0: Actually, so I've been noticing
1: there's a lot of giant tests in here, and I'm, I'm looking at it.
0: <laughs> but you know, that's still a lot of that's a that's a wide variety.
1: I yeah, I shoot multi fetish. I I shoot a variety of fetish. I mean, there's some things I won't shoot uh, just because I haven't shot a lot of it, and it's just at this point I'm already shooting so much now that I don't want to venture off into new categories because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to profit off of them because I don't have a huge catalog of that particular category. So it's pointless. Like, surprisingly enough, wedgies yeah. is not a big sell on my site, even though I provide it in a service.
0: Blocked the mic there. But no, so is that, uh, is that, yeah. So But that that makes sense because there are certain things that I'm sure guys want more in person as opposed to just watching it on yeah.
1: screen. Yeah. So nobody, a, nobody asked me for wedgie clips. <clears throat> so at this point, I will not shoot them. Um, ABDL will not shoot. That is. Adult
0: baby diaper. Ah, so age play. Yes. And diaper stuff. Well,
1: I mean, age play to an extent. I will do taboo clips like brother sister oh, yeah, like domination, that kind of and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,.
0: But that's more talking to the camera, right? Or is it more? Working? It
1: could be talking to the camera. It could also be like me working with male talent, um, depending on you know what the scene is and stuff like that. It could be a bratty sister and you know dominating him and stuff like that, making him worship my feet. Gotcha. Could be to that extent. Um,
0: it's so funny that that. Is becoming, it's, it's pushing its way more into the mainstream. Someone was telling me they saw oh, a lot yeah. of it on Pornhub, and yep. so like that. You know, all the taboos are slowly kind of walking into the light. Mm-hmm. I, I'm noticing, which is, I think it's a good thing.
1: I work, I mean, I shoot certain fetishes like that, like those fetishes that I don't shoot for my site. I'll shoot them for other people. Yeah. They're still within my limits. I'll shoot Wedgies for Luna Dawn, I'll shoot ABDL for, um, for, uh, missy
0: um well like you'll shoot pro wrestling for me but yeah something that you shoot i
1: don't i don't shoot pro wrestling i mean i'll i'll do like scissor holes and stuff, fantasy wrestling and stuff like that for my site um but i'm not i don't do pro wrestling i'm not trained properly for it so i'm not trying to become Mm -hmm. a liability
0: yeah smart um Another go-to question we get a lot uh, from the fans is um, what is – well, there, it's a two-part question. What's the, what's the most – in your own estimation, like the most out there fetish you've been asked to perform that you've said yes to? And then the more intense things that you were like, I'm, I'm just, I can't do this because it just doesn't feel right. Not so much because you can't do it physically. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't have the equipment for this. It's more like, "Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be seen doing this. Or – And the the flip side is the thing that you've done that you're like, holy shit, this is really uh, out there.
1: Okay. Um, Something that I have done that is, like, very strange um, to me. Yes. But I did it anyways because it didn't go across my limits. Um, Paper fetish. Crinkling a piece of paper on my chest.
0: Just like a piece of... Just a piece of paper. Like toilet I, paper or just. just
1: cr- no, a piece of regular white paper. You just. Crinkled it on my chest.
0: As in you pushed it into the chest?
1: Yes. And just rubbed it around.
0: Huh. Yes. Well, I've heard of paper tearing. I've, I've never mm. heard of the crinkling. I've never heard, so heard of people like, you know, tearing up I magazines. Did, it was in
1: the middle of a Stream online web show. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's just like, all right, I just want you to grab a piece of paper. Okay, <clears> now what? Now I want you to just rub it on yourself. <laughs> that's it yes okay got it i can dig it i did it and then he left
0: <laughs> he was done <laughs> he was done oh um
1: a fetish that i will not perform uh anything involving toilet fetish
0: Mm-hmm. that's a common answer yeah um nothing with blood Oh yeah, yeah, actual real Nothing
1: viral. that goes against clips for sales limits.
0: Um and obviously no boy girl, no girl girl. Like, yeah,
1: I don't I don't yeah. do hardcore, no anal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay away from my butt. Yeah, that's pound my, cake. That is a exit door only pound cake. Don't be pounding my cake, alright?
0: Jesus Christ. Alright, we own the rights to pound cake. If, uh, yep. if we ever get a BBW uh Wrestler, yeah. we've got to yep. do it. You're
1: gonna call her pound cake.
0: Oh man, that'd be so insulting. Um, but uh, um, I mean, you
1: could use that to your vet, You know, she could actually like do like slams yeah, yeah. and pounds and everything it like that. Be that it could, it'd be like, that's why they call her
0: pound cake. I mean, the girl in glow is called Mountain Fiji. That's pretty, it's, yeah, that's a very evocative uh name. So, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, so no, um uh, obviously no hardcore uh, We have You've done You've said you're okay With doing H-Play I'm trying to hit the ones That a lot of people mention So H-Play is a big taboo uh, Rape fantasy And stuff like that But uh, that I could mean, be a thing That could be implied
1: It could be implied I mean that could pretty much Be implied in limp fetish
0: mm-hmm. And Necro And Necro mm-hmm. Yes
1: um, And
0: you've done those?
1: Necro uh, Didn't I, Jacqueline Shoot you in a Necro? I don't thing? know Did you?
0: <laughs> I think you just had an idea Bing Yes <laughs> um, have <laughs> Oh yeah, so we did okay. like oh, we did like our style of necro, which is like you get shot or you get your neck. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah. No, like, I've had somebody before that wanted to shoot a necro scene with me but have me fully nude and I explained to them I don't do bottomless. Mm-hmm. And at the time I don't oh, so think... I didn't know that. Okay. I don't do um, – at the time, I didn't do topless because I didn't have my tits done yet. And I was very self-conscious of that. So I didn't – I was like, no, I just – I mean, I'll go down to bra and panties and that's it. But the dude was, like, very adamant about it. He's like, the, the content that he sells, you have to be fully nude. And I'm like, oh, well, then I am not the person for you yeah. because I will not shoot that.
0: Well, good for you. Yeah. Um, what, yeah, I mean, that's the way it should be. Bing! <laughs> so what's the dynamic like? I, I feel like I should have asked uh, – this but like it never he was so we got so into the the genesis of his tickling and all that stuff we never got around to it but one of the things that I love to see is other couples that, mm. that work as as you know teammates I guess you could say like doing fetish production unified yeah so um what's the how does that work? Uh, what's the What's the dynamic for you guys? Again? We
1: are completely separate. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is 100% separate.
0: See, that's... Okay. We
1: run our own businesses, and that's what he trained me to do. He did not want me to get involved in his business, and he does not want to get involved in mine. Mm-hmm. So in the unlikely event something happens between us and it doesn't work out, we can walk away. Thank you so much. Yeah. Very nice of you. Um we can walk away with, you know, no stress about knowing like, oh well I have to rely on him because he does all this stuff for my store and da 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 like we're locked in. Yeah. No. It's very separate.
0: It's like it's it's uh it's almost like a, a fetish prenup.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's a fetish prenup.
0: I don't know. I guess I have to talk to my wife about that. It's like what happens like if uh if, if um, I don't know
1: I mean if something happened yeah, like what if someone, I get hit by it, a
0: car and my wife's like, "Who's gonna do this?" No, but actually my wife is very self-sustaining she does pretty much her she can, she runs her own camera work she does obviously uh, uh, everything that goes into the site is is what she does. The, the thing that we share is we share office space yeah, so that's the I think the yeah thing. we
1: share office space mm-hmm. yeah we're fine with that
0: does he find his way so he didn't, he never finds his way into your content. Like, he's never a bad guy with a mask on or something like that? Really?
1: No, no. I mean, like, it was... So for male
0: talent, what do you use?
1: Um, I'll just hire, uh, you know, any of the local gentlemen in my area that is actual established talent.
0: So you won't be like, somebody like, honey, I need to put on this thing and just, you know, chuck me out? I don't normally get those kind of
1: clips. I mean, I do sometimes get, well, I mean... They want to see younger dudes on my site, my my fans, my mm. audience. They don't want to see an older gentleman on my site. Now, granted, Phil is athletically fit, um, but he does not want to portray himself as such on my site, you know, like shirt off and that kind of stuff and whatever, gotcha. putting himself out there like that. You know, he's very... Um, He's he's a very conservative guy, and he barely even shows his own face on his site.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's.
1: it's not to say he hasn't done it. He's very much shown his face on his site, but he tries not to because he doesn't want, you know, his fans want to be able to live vicariously through him, and it's kind of hard to do when you show your face. Yeah. So, and I mean, I get that also for uh, producers that want to put a mask on, so then they can be like, oh, I'm in that mask, you know, that kind of thing, like let the fans live through you kind of stuff yeah so but uh yeah no phil doesn't want to put himself out there like that uh, with what i do with on my site sometimes i do domination uh with some of the guys and you know i'll do trampling and forced foot worship and stuff like that and that's not stuff he's into anyways so it's that's not you know he's not comfortable doing that stuff so kind of mm-hmm. goes against his limits so i always just find somebody else yeah,
0: it, I mean the way that um, our dynamic works is is interesting because we we just kind of it's almost like doing each other favors to a degree. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife will come to me be like, "Honey, can you be the bad guy in this video?" And I'll you know then like and I'll just be like, "I need to you know I need you to come in and be like Supergirl or be like a badass mm-hmm. pro wrestler." So we just bounce these kind of tasks into each other. But mm-hmm. well, you're right. I think it's one of those things where it's like. Um, no matter what we do, we still have that autonomy of of, uh, of shooting what we shoot the way we want to shoot it mm-hmm. and having that personal stamp where people look at Velvet's fantasies and they go, oh, that's Jacqueline's work. Mm-hmm. And they see Seeper Kid's work and they're like, well, that's distinctly SK's work. Because yeah. no one sells the stuff that she does the way that she does. Mm-hmm. And no one shoots the stuff that I shoot the way that I shoot. So there's these weird kind of like stamps that we respect. But it's, yeah, it's an interesting... Uh, Contrast, yeah, because he's just like, yeah, no, you do your thing, and I'll do mine.
1: Yeah, very much. I mean, like he's
0: he's got a lot on his plate. You guys both do, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I get that.
1: He's got a lot on his plate. We even have our own separate shoot rooms. Nice. Yeah, I mean, like when I mean at least when I was shooting at the house, I have the master bedroom as my shoot room, and he's got the great room as his shoot room. But in more recent times, um, I actually got my own studio. So I have a shoot house oh, that's that great. I shoot out of. But um, it won't be for long right now. Um, rent's going up. So we got to try to relocate, find another place. So I don't know how long it's going to take before we find another location. Rent's so I much. will be going back to the house for now, <laughs> shooting in my master bedroom, setting it up, doing all that stuff. Right. But yeah, like he <clears throat> doesn't want to have everything look like my stuff. And I definitely don't want to have my stuff looking like his. Yeah. Because he's, he's got a very distinct look. That's very true. So I don't want... Yeah. So that's why we keep everything separate.
0: Yeah. And camera work has a lot to do with that and lighting and like, you know. I mean, that's why I think my wife t- tried to do a couple of shoots in my mat room when we first started dating and uh, and her fans were like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Don't shoot in a sleeper kid's room. Come on. You're better than that. Miss <laughs> Velvets. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but and, and vice versa, you know. <clears throat> but... Um, The other question I had for you was um, going back to, I guess, what you bring to the table in terms of how the fetishes are performed. Um, And there's this very interesting uh, phenomenon we've been noticing while we talk to different models is that, you know, for guys, there's a lot of, I mean, it's easy for guys to get kinks and fetishes, I feel like. You know, that's just, I mean, obviously they are the bulk of our Mm -hmm. fan base. Yes. You don't get a lot of, like, women who contact you for customs.
1: I... I mean, like, there's people that claim to be women. I'm not sure if they are or not.
0: <laughs> and I'm going to guess that you've never had a um, a, a female session customer?
1: No. hmm No. Not yet. I mean, it's not to say. Could possibly happen. I've just not come across that yet.
0: So one of the things that always fascinates me is um, the kinds of kinks and fetishes that you developed, if any, when you were growing up that, that you know, that either made their way into your productions or did not because it's so like, I love talking to um, my, um, uh, my female friends about like their kinks. Cause it's just like, th- it's, it's one of those things that for a long time that, you, you know, women weren't allowed to admit Yeah. where men were just like, yeah, I like this, I like that, ha ha, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, and so is there anything that, that kind of you came up with or,
1: Oh, uh, like what I'm into personally, no, what you're into personally, um,
0: within the comfort level, obviously, you know, but,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: you can even be like, I do have kinks, but I'm not going to tell you what they are.
1: Yeah, it's kind of to that extent. I mean, like, in turn, <laughs> in ter- well.
0: Well, you mentioned you were a switch. I am a switch. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mostly, of-
1: I'm in like, in play, I mostly like to be submissive. Okay. Uh, just, just naturally.
0: But just saying that is more than I've gotten from some, certain, certain people because you're so, they've been taught to be so guarded about what they're into. Mm-hmm. Whereas when guys talk to each other, it's like locker room talk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's like, yeah, I, I love girls' socks and shit like that. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, but with uh, with women, it's a little more, it's a little harder to, I guess, get that out mm-hmm. into the open.
1: Yeah. I haven't really explored much um, in my adult life. Uh, pretty much kept it vanilla okay. throughout. Just, I mean, like I said, I've been in this industry for five years now. So basically,. Since my late 20s have I been really starting to figure things out and whatever. And and not even so much either. It's just been, I'm a workaholic. Mm -hmm. So it's my mentality is if I'm not working, I'm not making money. So I don't really take a lot of time to really explore what I like or what I'm personally into in that regard. Um, I barely even have enough time to do any of my favorite hobbies Mm -hmm. Uh, so (laughs) I just know that I am with somebody who loves and cares about me a lot and you know we have our own special play and all that other stuff and you know it just gets us you know through whatever we need to and we you know we have a good time together and we get along and a lot better than what I have in the past so (laughs) I'm happy. That's great. Yeah.
0: Is there anything that you encountered along the road where you maybe were asked to do a certain thing in a video and you were like, holy shit, this is actually kind of hot?
1: Um, I mean, I'm openly okay to say that, like, I'm definitely into chicks, so, I mean, anything I do You monster. I know. Oh, flip the table. (laughs) Back to the video games.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right.
1: Um... But no, I mean, like, oh, I mean, unless a chick's doing it to me, I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. I like that.
0: <laughs> so do, being dominated by a female or, um, or like if...
1: centrally dominated, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Um, I I could dig it. Okay,
0: <laughs> yeah. but you've also flipped the, the script and done it to, to somebody else.
1: Yeah, but I feel weird about it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: like I said, I'm not so dominant. Uh, I mean, I can I can act like the role and things like that, but I mean, when I want to. If I were to do it my way, I'd be, like, super goofy and, like, cracking jokes the entire time, whatever, but being dominant at the same time and, you know.
0: You're like a lot of my friends where it's, like, the sub-kink they have is making money and being productive. Yeah. I I feel like I have that, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I – even on the days that, like, my wife and I go on vacation, I'll sneak on my phone and, like, check an email or, like, get something going for the future. It's, like, it's it's a thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't spend a whole day just not doing a goddamn thing. And I don't, it's great for those who do. Like people, when people go to an island and just throw their phones in the water, like I'm just like, fuck, it's amazing that I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Like I have to have a little bit of something in there that keeps things going.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do know when to put the phone down, but I mean, at some point in the day I will check my phone. (laughs) I hate unanswered emails.
0: Mm -hmm. My
1: fans know me for this. They know that I answer emails almost instantaneously. It's almost like texting me, basically. Like, that's how quick I respond to my emails. Uh, I, I hate seeing that they're unanswered. Because if at any point I forget to respond, mm-hmm. I may, like, lose them through the cracks. And they may be gone forever. And then I'll, like, realize, like, four months later I never answered that email. And I'll be like, oh. So that's why I'm, like, super on top of everything and whatever. But, yeah, like, that's... That's one of my one of my little quirks.
0: It's every time I look at someone's phone and I see their email app and it's got like the like it has the number like two hundred and five. Oh, that'll drive me crazy. <laughs> Mm-mm.
1: It's like how do you fucking? It's got to be zero. Every be- I have to have the last word <laughs> on all emails unless they're like for whatever reason parting ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah, same here.
1: If they're doing that, then I have no reason to respond and I just put in an archive.
0: Yeah, I think my wife's the same way. We spend a lot, like the last parts of our nights just checking our phones and making sure everything's kind of covered. Because yep. that way you can sleep and the demons won't come out from underneath the bed and pull on your feet. Why
1: have you answered my emails? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pound cake, pound cake. (laughs) But um, okay, so final question, um, and then the next time we see you, we'll do a follow up podcast where we can just like free ball it and talk about whatever. But uh, where do you see? I mean, because you're you're in a very um, very rare position where you're not just a model, but you're also a session wrestler, but you're also a producer. So you have like the three.
1: I have I have all the hats. The
0: trifecta. Uh, and you've escaped from a nine to five existence. Mm -hmm. Uh, So where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? Do you feel like you're just going to keep expanding on this or, or just kind of keep riding this particular rhythm?
1: (sighs) That is the current, um, dilemma right now. I'm, I I am definitely going to stay in the industry for a little while. Um, I would like to expand. Uh, that's the current issue is that I am completely 100% overwhelmed with everything, yeah, because um, you know I have to keep my clip stores afloat with my constant updates. I have never missed an update. Never missed an update. I was, even, I may be behind by like a few hours or something like that, but I've never missed it by a whole day. Do so
0: you have it set to like the day of the week?
1: Yes. Well, I mean, my main store releases Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. My my mouth store, my off site store, um, updates twice a week, so Tuesdays and Saturdays. Gotcha. So. I have five updates a week, every week, forever, (laughs) and uh, I've never missed an update, so I got that going for me. Then I have all the producers that want to shoot me. Mm -hmm. Then I have my tours, also collaborating with my travel partner to make sure we have sessions going on at the same time, and booking in advance with other shoots. Now, at the same time, still shooting for my store and shooting customs, because customs is a whole other world.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And then I have, uh, now I have an OnlyFans, so that's got to be constant updates on that too, because that's like personalized, like behind the scenes stuff that doesn't get really shown anywhere else. I got a lot of hats. It's really overwhelming. I'm looking at this point, I'm going to start looking into uh acquiring another set of hands,
0: yeah that's something that I did uh last year, or actually about a year and a half ago, and like it, it man, it took a lot of weight off the shoulders and uh and I started to space i I used to shoot every day, like mm-hmm. every day we had either my shoot or my wife's shoot, and one day I just broke down, and I was like, I need to just take breaks because it'll keep you sane, you know so yeah um. That's we should best of luck thanks. Yeah.
1: I know this is where the struggle <laughs> begins because I'm like, where do I begin? Who do I look for? And what is the budget? Because mm. holy crap, do I even have a budget for this?
0: Yeah, and a lot of fans well, not fans. I feel like a lot of people who watch us they get that, I, they get that feeling of like, well, they beat the system, they've, they've got it figured out, they're living the dream. And it's like, no, this is still work, man.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a lot a job. of work. It's it a lot
0: of work to make it look easy.
1: Very much a job. And yeah, this is the new part of my job I'm looking at is acquiring a team. <laughs> I'll start with one first and mm. see how comfortable I am with that one and then I will bring it to two and then it will you know branch out. But until then, uh,
0: Yeah, I feel like the only time you've actually beaten the system is if you're I don't know, like a Kardashian or something. Um, if you're born into it,
1: the Kardashians, (laughs) Fuck the reality bullshit shows, but, uh,
0: I agree. Um, but yeah, if you're born into it, that's one thing. But if you're, if you've built it and then you have to maintain it, that's, that's a whole level of stress that you have to, you know, I used to think every morning when I woke up that I was cheating the system somehow, there'd be like a bunch of guys dressed in black waiting outside my house, you know, waiting to take everything away. But, uh, it's been Almost 20 years, and that hasn't happened, so I just got to keep working. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key is just keep hustling, but also don't drive yourself fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, Don't end up pulling the hair out of your head, and you'll be fine.
1: Yeah, it's between Phil and my dog that keep me sane.
0: And you're surrounded by good people. Yes. And good models and great friends and, yes. and uh, hopefully people like us that are, you know. All good things. Producers that you know, want to work with you, but also hang in and talk and all that stuff. And doing stuff like this, it'll keep you sane. Yeah. will keep you sane? Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to get Tara back very soon, and uh, we'll hopefully do another podcast with her a little bit later on down the line, see where you're at, um, mm-hmm. and we'll be able to uh, see if our predictions match the reality. But in the meantime, let's get a couple of plugs in. So you have, do um, you have a couple of stores, a couple of clip stores?
1: I do. So, I have my multi-fetish site. It's Tara's dot com. My mouth fetish site, which I don't know why uh, everybody thought mouth fetish for me was like a huge sell. I, it's not my fetish, but it was like the best-selling thing for like the first six months that I oh, like wow. did. I'm very analytical, so I was doing a whole bunch of like, a, I have an algorithm to see like my sales every month and every year. And I saw that mouth fetish was a landslide, selling way better than any other fetish I put out on my store for six months solid. So uh, that's why I opened up a mouth store. It, it's enough to bring in a rent payment. I'm sure. happy with it. Yeah, so, <laughs> and so, yeah, my mouth store is tasteoftaramizu.com.
0: Taste uh And uh, Twitter?
1: Is at Taramizu.
0: At Taramizu. Mm-hmm. T-E-R-R-A-M-I-Z-U. And uh, you said you have an OnlyFans as well?
1: Yep. That's onlyfans.com slash Terramazoo. Okay. I, I keep it simple. It's all Taramazoo. <laughs> Everything is at Taramazoo, or, you know, whatever i be... I mean, the only difference and one thing is my email is Gmail.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's get that down. Sweetteramazoo at gmail and um, I've had a blast talking to you, but obviously uh, we've done some great work together and gotten a hang and, like, you know, it's always great to have you pass through and it's that's one of the reasons I think I like living in Atlanta is we get to be that kind of bypass area you are through, the hub yeah through Florida it's like nice. we know all these people like Arias and yourself and uh, Luna and people like that are just gonna they're gonna pass through eventually we'll just be sitting here waiting so until yeah. next time um, we hope you've enjoyed this guys and we'll see you on the next episode and we're hoping that uh, Tara had a blast and I guess I'll say goodbye to everybody yeah
1: bye Adios, guys guys. bye bye meow <laughs>